What is good, my Divine Pill family? I do apologize. I like to get these out earlier in the day on Thursdays to leverage that Jupiter energy that has to do with money and wealth and finance and abundance, but it's okay. Regardless of when you get this message, you know, I hope that it plants a seed in your heart, cultivates the soil that's already there. So let's get into it. Reading from the the, the chapter or section that is titled Gratitude um, from the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Dr. Wallace Waddles. So let's get into it. The illustrations given in the last chapter will have conveyed to the reader the fact that the first step toward getting rich is to convey the idea of your wants to the formless substance. This is true, and you will see that in order to do it, it becomes necessary to relate yourself to the formless intelligence in a harmonious way. To secure this harmonious relation is a matter of such primary and vital importance that I shall give you some space to its discussion here and give you instructions which, if you will follow them, will be certain to bring you into perfect unity with the mind, into perfect unity of mind with God. Okay. The whole process of mental adjustment and atonement can be summed up in one word. Gratitude. First, you believe that there is one intelligent substance from which all things proceed. Second, you believe that this substance gives you everything you desire. And third, you relate yourself to it by a feeling of deep and profound gratitude. Many people who order their lives rightly in all other ways are kept in poverty by their whew, by their lack of gratitude. Having received one gift from God, they cut the wires which connect them for, connect them with Him by f- failing to make acknowledgment. I'll read it again. Having received one gift from God, they cut the wires which connect them with him by failing to make acknowledgement. It is easy to understand that the nearer we live to the source of wealth, the more wealth we shall receive. And it is easy also to understand that the soul that is always grateful lives in closer touch with God than the one which never looks to him in thankful acknowledgement. The more grateful we fix our minds on the supreme when good things come to us, the more good things we will receive and the more rapidly they will come. And the reason simply is that the mental attitude of gratitude draws the mind into closer touch with the source from which the blessings come. If it is a new thought to you that gratitude brings your whole mind into closer harmony with the creative energies of the universe, consider it well, and you will see that it is true. The good things you already have come to you along with the line of obedience to certain laws. Gratitude will lead your mind out along the ways by which things come, and it will keep you in close harmony with creative thought and prevent you from falling into competitive thought. Gratitude alone can keep you looking toward the all and prevent you from falling into the error of thinking 
of the supply is limited, and to do that would be fatal to your hopes. There is a law of gratitude, and it is absolutely necessary that you should observe the law if you are to get the results you seek. The law of gratitude is the natural principle that action and reaction are always equal and in opposite directions. The grateful outreaching of your mind in thankful praise to the Supreme is a liberation of expenditure of force. It cannot fail to reach that to which it is addressed, and the reaction is an instantaneous movement toward you. It's quoting from a scripture here, draw nigh unto God and he will dry nigh unto you. That is a statement of psychological truth. And if your gratitude is strong and constant, the reaction in the formless substance will be strong and continuous. The movement of the thing you want will always be towards you. Notice the grateful attitude that Jesus took, how he, he always seems to be saying, I thank thee, Father, that thou hearest me. You cannot exercise more power without gratitude, for it is gratitude that keeps you connected with power. But the value of gratitude does not consist solely in letting you, in getting you more blessings in the future. Forgive me, that's my fur baby in the background. Um, but the value of gratitude does not consist solely in getting you more blessings in the future. Without gratitude, you cannot long keep being without gratitude, you cannot long keep from dissatisfied thought regarding things as they are. The moment you permit your mind to dwell with dissatisfaction upon things as they are, you begin to lose ground. You fix attention upon the common mm, this one's y'all. You fix attention upon the common, the ordinary, the poor, and the squalid and mean. And your mind takes the form of these things. Then you will transmit these forms or mental images to the formless and the common, the poor, the squalid, the mean, and the mean will come to you. To permit your mind to dwell upon the inferior is to become inferior and surround yourself with inferior things. On the other hand, to fix your attention on the best is to surround yourself with the best and to become the best. The creative power within us makes us into the image of that to which we give our attention. We are thinking substance, and thinking substance always takes the form of that which it thinks about. Ooh, I love that. I'm going to be using this. We are thinking substance, and thinking substance always takes the form of that which it thinks about. The grateful mind is consistently fixed upon the best. Therefore, it tends to become the best. It takes the form or character of the best and will receive the best. Also, faith is born of gratitude. The grateful mind continually expects good things, and expectation becomes faith. The reaction of gratitude upon one's own mind produces faith, and every outgoing wave of gratitude, thanksgiving, increases faith.
He or she who has no feeling or gratitude cannot long retain a living faith. And without a living faith, you cannot get rich by the creative mind, as we will see in the following chapters. It is necessary then to cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. Woof. I had to do my little dance. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It says, do not waste time thinking or talking about the shortcomings or wrong actions of plutocrats, plutocrats <laughs> or trust magnets. Their organization of the world has made your opportunity. All you get really comes to you because of them. Do not rage against corrupt politicians. And if it were not for politicians, we would fall into anarchy and your opportunity would be greatly lessened. God has worked a long time and very patiently to bring us up to where we are in industry and government. He is going right on with his work. This is not the least doubt that he will do away with plutocrats and trust magnets, captains of industry and politi politicians as soon as they can be spared. Right? So there's not the least doubt that he will do away with them as soon as they can be spared. But in the meantime, behold, they are all very good. Remember that they are all helping to arrange the lines of transmission along which your riches will come to you and be grateful to them all. This will bring you into harmonious relations with the good in everything and good in everything will move, you, move toward you. Yeah, so 10 minutes. There we go, 10, 10. All right, so beautiful message, right? Now, you guys kind of know how I feel about things. My response, especially to how, what they think about God, I absolutely do believe in infinite intelligence, infinite source, divine source. I don't subscribe to the white man's religion, okay? Let's just keep that because I want to keep the high vibration going. Now, I absolutely love some of the things you could hear, some of the reaction. At some points, I just couldn't contain myself. But um, when I tell you, like, reading this book, you know, it's just so beautiful. And I'm reminded how well he just builds the layers. He's going to, he's going to, he's building us up to take action, right? So you're going to want to stay tuned and you want to come back for that. But um, one of the things too, and, and, you know, I think that I'm going to be talking a little bit more about the Lean Six Sigma and how that's going to be a great impact of the Black community once we understand um, the players. We've been talking about chess and strategy and the power players on there and how to dominate the board. And so, you know, even when he's talking about different things at the bottom here, I'm going to have so much fun addressing my interpretation of what it means for the plutocrats and the trust magnets and the captains of industry. Now, for the rest of you who just really want to take it there, because I think that a little bit of my mission is I am an oracle and I have to address and deal and dabble with some of the things that I see going on. Some of you 
the rest of you are going to be called to just rest. And I'm talking more to my divine feminine, to rest in your femininity, right? And even for my masculines who are here, who are, who are trying to learn the science of getting rich, right? Um, for you to take it to the next level, this is what you're going to have to, I think, was a takeaway that you need to rest in. This, if you're trying to... Um, assimilate what it means to, to, to take on the signs of getting rich, it's going to be important for you to keep your mind in high vibrational thoughts, right? Part of the idea behind understanding that there's infinite source, divine source, abundant source, right, is the idea that it's, it's, it's available to you, that there's something powerful out there um, that reminds me about feeling. I want to talk about feeling also. But the other thing too is, um, as I'm, I'm looking at the notes here, I'm trying to think two things at the same time, right? <laughs> Elephant and giraffe at the same time in the room. But um, it's going to be very critical for you to not allow yourself to fall into the poverty and the squander around you. And so sometimes, you know, we talk about how, you know, you tell people or you see people that have gone on to make riches and wealth and they don't act the same and they don't live the same. And, you know, if they're coming from um, Blackistan and they come up on wealth and they worked hard to get it, part of that process, and we need to respect the process and understand that you're going in that direction. They don't talk the same. They don't think the same. And sometimes that's why you hear a disconnect from the affluence. I'm not excusing the disconnect, but that's why they tend to say things like, um, prime example, Tim Scott, <laughs> right? Worked his way up to be a politician. I do not share or believe the same things that he does, but he has a statement. One of my favorite um, YouTubers, she always plays his clip right before she starts to show that there is racism, but he says, we, uh, America was not built or is not, he said, America is not a racist country, right? Um, and so he has, um, in a way, disconnected himself, right? Um, so I think, what does that mean for the divine community? What does that mean for the conscious community? Um, it's, it's a fine line. I think that it's something I'm navigating. But like I said, that is, I think, my calling. And you're going to see me continue to talk about some difficult issues in the Black community and walk that fine line between what it means for me to see what is going on and address it but still be able to every night before I go to bed, before I fall asleep throughout the day to have constant reminders that I'm dwelling on the, you know, the luxury, the beauty, the opulence, the abundance, the opportunities, um, you know, all of the, the beautiful things that life has to offer, right? And so it, it means that I'm going to have to be able to go in, see what I see, deliver the message and then tap back in to get into that wavelength where um, I'm right back in, in the same channel with you guys, right? The second um, thing where I was talking about the elephant and the giraffe in the room, and this is important. It was at the top of the chapter, but one of the things I learned um, in early in the game and starting to understand manifestation for those of you who are Christian or whatever, there's the Bible about the twins, right? Um, how I think it was Jacob 
blessed one. Yeah, yeah, you can kill me. It's been that long. It's been that long. But there's a story about how um, the father had a blessed two sons. And one of the sons tricked his father by putting on his mom told him to put on a, um, a, a fur you know, from, from a goat, because the brother that the dad had favoritism towards was very wooly. He was a hunter. And so he had told his son to go out and get him some, a dare and cook the venison and his mom heard it. And so she told her favorite son, right? So even though they were twins, they, the father and the mother had their favorite sons. So she told her favorite son, um, you know, I made the venison just the way that your dad likes it. So don't worry about it, but go ahead and put on some goats because he's going to check your father I mean check your brother to see that he has a lot of hair on him and when I tell you that my greatest understanding of how the bible works when you look at the allegorical or the metaphysical properties this is one of those stories this when when the person explained it you know I I was watching some content on line but they were saying what that was trying to illustrate to you is that abundant source, you know, divine source, when you're trying to manifest something, it's about how you feel, right? When he felt the hair on, on, you know, what would have been the hair on his son, um, he went into feeling mode, right? And so then that's why the, the attitude of gratitude, it's, it's kind of hard to explain and I've mastered it for myself, but I'm going to try to explain it to you and hopefully it adds a little bit more meat and substance to how you view things. But I want you to think about when, when you do your affirmations, it's not just blindly saying them. It's like you get into a point where you are saying it and you feel it and you get the butterflies in your, I call it butterflies, and you start to feel as if you have it. And then once you start to feel that you have it, it taps you into a feeling of gratitude. It It's it's just that easy, right? I want you to think about the next time you're um, doing affirmations or you have gratitude, you know, when you start to feel, start to say, I'm just so blessed and I'm so abundant. I have a roof over my head. I have a warm, comfortable bed. I love that I can taste the finer things in my food, wear fine clothing. I have the luxury of driving the car of my dreams. I have money in my bank account. It starts to feel good right? And it starts to generate this feeling of it coming more into you. So when I tell you that this chapter is powerful, it's one of those things where I, you know, I I am allowed to have my little pet peeves about things. At the beginning of the book, he says, you know, um, he says, this is the science of getting rich. I'm going to give you the formula in seven, like in my words, in 77 pages, right? really quick read. You can download the book if you want to, or listen to the audio book if you want to get ahead of the curve for the rest of 2022, because he does get into action. But these things are not to be um, skipped, right? I'm not telling you to jump ahead and skip over gratitude or the next chapter or the way that he does it. But one of the things he said is, I'm going to give you the short, the formula. He said, I have done all the research. I have looked through everything. And this is the concise cheat sheet right? This is the cheat sheet for what you need for the science of getting rich. And I can tell you as someone who has been on this journey, I've been reading the books and and reading about the universal laws, the laws of abundance and laws of, you know, all these different planes of abundance, right? 
the stuff that he's telling you that is so concise and the way he's laying it out when I tell you it's gold. And sometimes it's one of those things where uh, one of the things I would like to do is also work on being a gemologist. It's actually something that's in my natal chart. But um, one of the things is like, it's one thing when you take your watch or your bracelet, you know, or jewelry in to get it um, for them to, a gemologist to look at the clarity and look at the worth, right? And so what I can tell you is because I've looked at the gems and I had to dig through some things to find the the quality and find what's authentic and what is true and where the value and the treasure and the gems are, you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking that, you know, you might be taking it for granted that it's just a, a cubic zirconia. It sparkles. It looks good. No, 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 baby. I'm telling you, this is not a cubic zirconia type of information that I'm reading off to you. This is legit like VVS clarity um, diamonds that you're dealing with. Okay. VVS, for those of you who know about gemology, this is pure refined gold. These are gems. And the way that he's laying it out to you, it's one of those things where that's where I have my little pet peeve with them because I'm here to tell you the stuff that he's dropping here is, is if, if I were to say the same thing like him, I have been to the gold mines. I have been excavating. I have looked for the treasures on the laws of abundance and wealth and manifesting and the science of getting rich. And I'm getting the same formula that he is, right? So don't take these gems for granted when I tell you, you know, Uh, whether you've been with me from the beginning or you're joining me now, the messages that are going to, you know, continue to, to come forth, take it for what that is. This is gold. This reminds me, I'll say it here. I remember my senior year. um, I'll make it short um, because my fur baby, he's, is something out there. It's a cat. (laughs) Um, But um my uncle had gotten me a Louis Vuitton wallet and it took me a long time to realize I remember it came in a nice box and it came with the cloth and it was very pretty I his girlfriend had helped him pick it out for me but I didn't know it was a Louis Vuitton like my family we grew up like more middle class poor they you know when you talk about trying to break generational curses and stuff like that your girl has an affinity for nice thanks uh-huh. so but i didn't know the value of that he had given me a louis vuitton wallet my senior year in high school right took it completely for granted and i think that that's what happens with the readings of these it's kind of like you got something, you know, it's pretty, you know, it looks nice. You know that it looks, you know, a little bit more distinguishable than the other things you've heard or seen or any other podcast. But I'm here to tell you, like, it's Louis Vuitton. It's, it's authentic. It is genuine. It is of high value. And and don't get stuck on, you know, me saying that that's that purse. That might not be your thing. You might be into, like, Hermes or Birkin or... um Chanel or but my point to you is you know uh uh that's why when I read it again I'm just like oh this is powerful I think that this is going to be something I've toyed with the idea of um it would take me 17 weeks I believe to get through this um 
the reading of this, but I feel like I would just continue to start the cycle over and over and over again. I'm going to read it anyways, so I enjoy sharing it and reading it with you. And um, it's the parts at the end where we can see how we've grown and continue to build off of it, right? And continue to put into our treasure box, right? We're going to get more emeralds and more rubies and more you know, jade and more amethyst and keep adding to the treasure box, right? You can never have too many pearls. You can never have too many diamonds, right? So that's my thought on it. I hope that this was a blessing to you. You know, it can sound so simple, something like gratitude, but I'm telling you that the principles are there. Don't um, remove yourself from the table. You know, we talked a little bit about this in another podcast I did. Sometimes we might get off put by the language of saying, you know, God, but what does God really mean? Right. And I, I try to break that down to you. Um, but if you were willing to hop off and, and just exit yourself from it because of the way the language that he uses, you're going to cut yourself out from blessings. And I think sometimes we do that. We need to understand that there's gems in every situation, right? There's treasure in every situation. Okay, and it, and it even says it at the bottom here. You start to understand, right? You start to understand, it says here, it is necessary then to cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good things, every good thing that comes to you and to give thanks continually. It says here, um, yeah, he kind of said like, it's good to just, consider that everything that happens to you, you know, it is for you. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And and I can even see the growth, right? I hadn't read ahead um, of this one, but I, I, I've been sharing my journey about how Stepping into my womanhood, the difference between even last year and this year, I used to kind of feel a little jaded about my upbringing and things around me and things I've had to been through. And now I'm like, you know what? It made me a better person. I'm glad I was sheltered and protected from certain things. And I'm glad I went through certain things because it allows me to have clarity on, on what's going on around me and how to resolve them and how to make a difference but I wouldn't have gotten to where I am if it wasn't for those things. And so that means that whatever life is going to throw at me coming forward, it's going to help me. Um, want to close out with this. I, yeah, no, let's just leave it there. I'm going to, I'm going to leave it there. All right. So let me go check on my little fur baby. I hope this was a blessing for you. That was my intention in doing this. Be blessed, have a powerful, have an upbeat and productive remainder of your week and remainder of 2022. It has been my pleasure to share this um, reading with you until the next podcast. Peace.